This is the Ops Authority Podcast, where my mission is to break down the backside of your business so you can take the right actions to grow and scale. Hey, I'm Natalie Gingrich, a small business operations expert, and I'm going to give you a front row seat to real solutions that will help you reach the vision that you have for your business, all while equipping you to put out those inevitable pesky fires and those fears that pop up. Listen in for strategies to grow your team, craft the systems and processes that you need for your business, and establish business foundations that you may have skipped over. I know you're ready to do really big things, so let's do it together. Well, welcome back, friends, to episode number 126 of the Ops Authority Podcast. Today, I'm coming in with something very, very timely. So if you're listening to this in real time, it is December 2021. And every time we hit December, even November, I start to get that feeling the itch almost (laughs) of planning for the next year. And to no surprise to either me and probably you, we love this time of year. We love the reset. We love setting goals, getting focused on how we're going to accomplish them, breaking those goals down. That's all the things that we kind of nerd out on. And that's what makes us so savvy in the operational space. So knowing that, The end of the year is near, and you know that we train directors of operations to design, to run, improve the back end of businesses. So in today's episode, I'm going to focus on you and your business's back end, and I'm going to share the four things that you've got to get done before the year wraps up so that you can set yourself and give yourself that ease in walking into 2022. And honestly, on top of that, the extra bonus is if you can get these things tucked away, done and accomplished, you'll probably be able to enjoy the holidays a tad bit more and not have this hanging over your head. And I also wanna give you permission at the exact same time. If you don't get these things done in December or maybe you're listening to this in January, February, maybe it's June of next year or even the following year, I wanna give you permission that these are the things that are very important in your business. These are the foundations of business. The end of the year is a natural time to start planning for them. But hey, if it doesn't happen at this exact time, you can pick these pieces up at any point. But the most important thing is we have four things that I wanna help you to set your business up. They're the exact same things that I use to set my business up. And I find this a perfect time of year to do a little or a lot of planning so that we can confidently step in to the next version of our business. So let's dive in. The first thing, we've got four different steps here, but the first thing I want you to do is set goals. And yeah, that sounds kind of like a no-brainer. Duh, we're going to set goals. But Here, when I'm talking about goals, I'm going to give you a little bit more depth into this because I want these goals to make sense for you. I always do this by visiting my mission and vision statements. Now, this is work that I do. It is truly the foundation of my business. It is what has allowed us to stay in our lane. It's what gives us guardrails and helps us make decisions. It really gives me purpose and it has helped me to build my team and scale this business. So I come back to that mission and vision. Just as a reminder, your mission is who you serve now 
and how you serve them. Your vision statement is a view of your business and your life. Don't forget that piece here. I've got lots of legacy-based entrepreneurs who are service providers just like me. So we are building a business around a gift that we have so that we can serve our families, build our legacy, and at the same time, utilize the skills and gifts that we have been given. So build your vision statement refine it, define it, create it, whatever stage you are in, but create that vision statement, which is what your business and life will look like in three to five years. This is a critical piece in setting your goals. So for example, if you've got a goal of being a best-selling author in three years, you may want to start creating an idea journal this year for topics to write about. I'm not expecting you to sit down, write the book. I know the people that are listening to this podcast are much like me. I'm not going to have an idea for a book, brainstorm the book, look for editor, all of that in one year is probably going to be a multi-year project. So if that happened to be your goal, you might want to reverse engineer and see which project or what part of that goal you could start working on now. Maybe you want to cross that elusive six-figure mark in a 12-month time frame. Well, what needs to be done now to help you to attain that? Is that setting up new offers? Is it getting a new client base? Is it your pricing structure, what does that look like? We wanna start thinking about those things, reverse engineering so that our path is very directed towards the place that we envision ourselves. So revisit your mission and vision. Please don't pass this up. But once you're clear, let's set those 2022 goals. They may be financially driven. It could be the number of clients you're gonna serve this year, how much time you're gonna take off. It could be how many hours you're gonna work a week. Maybe you're going to be launching a new offer, working with a new audience, setting up a new service. Maybe it's getting certified as a director of operations. And if that happens to be the case, I want you to visit us at directorofops.com. But there can be a number. The list that I just gave you is certainly not inclusive of every single option you've got out there. But these are just some things that have been important to me in my journey. So draft the goals. But remember, this is a one-year goal. Don't go all the way to that three and five-year vision that we started with. We're going to be setting a one-year goal. So what are we going to start in 2022? And how are we going to end in 2022? It may be a portion of that vision. I don't expect it to be the entire vision. But you can validate that you're on track by looking to see if these goals that you have created align to your vision. If they don't, I want you to reconsider the goal and perhaps even the vision as well. So first thing is set your goals for 2022. The second thing is to create a strategic plan. Now, this is when all the DOOs raise their hands. We all get excited because we are licensed to my intellectual property called the strategic mapping model. So that is something that is really important to us. It's the foundation of how we run our businesses and also how we set up other people's businesses. So we definitely do not take for granted the strategic planning process, but that's step two for you. And I'm gonna lightly walk you through that. So what does a strategic plan actually even mean? Well, this is where strategic goals that we just defined in the first step turn into a prioritized action plan so that you can actually accomplish them. Remember those goals from step one? 
I want you to look to see if there are micro goals or projects that are buried underneath those. If you have a goal of tucking away, let's say $3,000 in a business savings account next year, you may have a few projects embedded in that one goal. Yes, that is something that we can attain in one year, but within that year, we're probably gonna break that down, or at least I would, into several goals or micro goals. For example, one of those may be finding a bank with the best interest. That's one project because I'm going to reach out to, it's got lots of tentacles and lots of subtasks underneath that. A project is anything that has multiple tasks. And so the first project in finding a way to tuck away $3,000 in a business savings account would be to find a bank that has the best interest and then set that up. Another is going to be consulting with a planner or a bookkeeper to calculate how much we can set aside. Is it, you know, 5%? How are we going to get to that goal of $3,000? Then updating and automating your withdrawal info. That's how I have set mine up. So it automatically comes out and that account is well taken care of and it's out of sight, out of mind. That would be another little micro goal that I would have. And then lastly, you may want to monitor this monthly. So setting up the tracking, that would be probably the final thing. See, there are several steps to this one goal. Not all may happen at one time. So you may want to separate them into different projects and roll those out over time. Okay, so you take your goals and you assess the projects that go into those goals. The next thing I want you to do is to prioritize those projects based on the month or the quarter, however you're going to break down your plan. And the order in which you're going to work on them. Now, be very, very careful. One of the things that I know I personally find myself doing and everyone I've ever worked with does the exact same thing, we wanna front load everything, meaning quarter one and quarter two are like chock full of all the things we wanna get done and Q3 and Q4 have almost nothing in them. So it's not natural that all of your projects are gonna be equally distributed over those four quarters. The majority of the projects are gonna be closer, but you wanna make sure that you are not overloading yourself and creating a false expectation that you're going to be able to accomplish all of those things. It is so easy to front load on projects. Also note, if you have a model that leverages a launching cycle, then you're gonna wanna create a launch calendar at this point. You can see where your projects are going to be laid out. And then on top of those projects, now I want you to look at your launch calendar. If you're gonna launch something twice a year, maybe it's, I don't know, maybe it's every six weeks, whatever that looks like, I want you to see what projects you have going on Also look into maybe the holidays, some time that you're going to be taking off, and then overlay your launch calendar on top of that. So recapping, I want you to set goals that connect to your mission and your vision. And then next, I want you to create a strategic plan that ties those together. Moving on to step number three, our marketing plan. Once you have the strategic plan in place, the next step is going to be your marketing plan. In short, how are you going to get eyeballs on your offer or your services? Is this going to be sales calls? Is it podcast guesting or being a guest on a podcast? Is it through coffee chats and relationship building? I know that's what I did. (laughs) Or is it going to be like exploring a social media channel going deep into one specific channel? 
Are you going to dive into SEO and Google search in 2022? There are likely a few things from this very small listing that I shared that you're going to leverage. I want you to define and pick the the ones that you're going to dive into or you have interest in for exploring or continuing in 2022. Don't forget, this is a plan. So you're not only going to look at new things, you want to also incorporate the things that you are already doing. So I want you to break each of those tactics down. If it's going to be sales calls and relationship building, how are you going to accomplish those things? And if you're running lean or even solo, I want to encourage you to limit yourself to a building or a layering approach. Get one of these tactics or things going for visibility, probably the one that has the greatest reach. And then once that feels solid, begin layering on top of that. Maybe something like social media where you can kind of batch or get ahead of it. That would be the only time I would encourage a small or super lean business to try to manage multiple marketing tactics at one time. Because remember, you're going to have clients that you're going to be serving at the same time. So not only are you doing the marketing of the business, but you're also, it's very, very important that you don't lose focus, intensity, and excellence in what you are delivering to your paying clients. We want them to remain paying clients. So make sure your your efforts and the percentage of time that you're spending on those things is probably gonna be way more, probably a 70, 30, 70% of your time is gonna be spent on delivery and maybe you can carve out 30%. Even when I say 30%, I still feel like that may be a really heavy number if you're bringing in five low six figures and you also have no or a very, very small team, I'm gonna say you're looking at like an 80-20 or maybe a 70-30. Just know that delivery can never take a hit because we want paying clients to continuously pay us. We wanna deliver excellently for them so that we can get into a position where we can present a profit share option so you can get paid for delivering the same amount of excellence that you have been. So just my gentle reminder that a marketing plan, marketing tactics, spending time in marketing is very, very important for your business, but it's likely not going to be the majority of your business until you get to a place where you can grow a team. Okay, sorry, that's a little bit of a rant, but that's the exact same heartfelt, genuine, deep, impactful message that I would share with any of the DOOs that I am mentoring. So same goes for you as well as a listener of our podcast. Just like in the strategic plan, you're going to want to identify your your marketing focus and then pencil in the months that you'll dedicate to that particular item. So maybe you want to explore Pinterest. Well, Pinterest is going to be something that you're going to layer on top of maybe sales calls or relationship building. So let's pencil in Pinterest for the third quarter. That means it's got a place on the calendar. You know it's coming up, but you don't have to dedicate any time to it now. It's got its place. It's tucked away. It will be waiting for you when July comes around. All right, if you're satisfied with your profit goals right now or you're building a team, this is when you also may have the luxury of being able to consider handing off one of these tactics or a portion of these tactics or maybe even a marketing project to somebody else on the team. Speaking of Pinterest, maybe this is when you hire out that Pinterest marketing all the way. But that's going to be very, very dependent on the stage of business that you're in. And for many of us, for many years, we are the ones that are actually doing and holding both front and back side of the business together. Alrighty, we've got goals. We now have a strategic plan. 
We've got a marketing plan. The last piece of the four-step plan I want you to focus on is your team. So creating a team plan. If you look over the work that you've got in front of you, it's all planned out now. We've got it into quarters or months in which you're going to be working on these things. You can see what lies ahead. You're probably thinking as you look at that, oh, it sure would be nice to have help to roll some of this out. Or you may be looking at it thinking, oh my goodness, I am so overwhelmed. There's no way I'm gonna be able to do this, which means you may wanna play a little Tetris and start moving some things to later months or even later quarters, depending on how you're gonna tackle this. So that decision is obviously completely up to you and it's gonna depend on the stage of business that you're in. But it's here that I'd like for you to draw up your present day organizational chart. Now, even if this is just you, I still want you to get out the pen and paper. And this is much of a vision exercise as it is a true essential in your business. But create that organizational chart. Even if it's just you, here's why. Are you going to need anybody to help you to accomplish this one-year journey. If it is, let's start thinking about what your organization is going to look like, what your business, what your team structure could look like in one year. If everything went well, you started hitting your profit and your revenue goals, maybe you wanna reinvest and grow your team this year. This would be a great time to start thinking strategically about the right people to bring in. We're not talking full-time employees. We're talking about small contractor positions that you can bring in to offset, maybe it's five, maybe it's 10 hours a week or a month to help you doing accomplishing a dedicated function inside of the business. But start mapping that out on this organizational chart. So you'll have a chart of what it looks like today. And then I want you to create a chart for what you expect or dream of your team looking like over the course of the next 12 months. In addition to just filling in a bubble and saying, I'm going to have a social media person that's going to focus on Pinterest, let's start thinking about the functions and the responsibilities. Let's just create the document so that you can start filling this in. I promise you, as you get closer to hiring this role, it's going to be so helpful to have this repository of the function and the responsibilities, maybe even down to the task level of what you want this person to do. Because a lot of us who are hiring or bringing in help for the first time, we're looking at administrative, we're looking at technical skills. Those are the things that we see, but there's a lot of things and tasks that go underneath those general roles. All right, so the second part of step four is to create KRAs. KRA stands for key results areas. And this is what each person, even yourself, you should do this for yourself too, this is what they need to perform, what they're responsible for over the next 30 days, 60 days, or 90 days. This allows everyone, both you, the leader of your business, as well as anyone who is on your team. So it doesn't matter the capacity. This is what you are expecting this person to get done in 30, 60, and 90 days. This allows everyone to have clear direction, everyone to be very clear in what the expectation is. This is why virtual help freelance help gets a bad name. I really can reduce it down to this one deficiency that I find even really, really savvy, experienced, tenured business owners having or missing. They are forgetting to actually give direction to the people that they are partnering with. And so get ahead of the curve and define what your expectation is for 30, 60, and 90 days. 
Of course, you're going to want to deliver this to them and talk it through with them. I know I do this with my team. They give me feedback like, yes, this is attainable. No, it's not. So then we can have open, honest, candid conversations about the scope of their role over the next 90 days. But I hope that you'll take this into consideration. And even if you don't have a team, set it up for yourself. What are you expecting of yourself? What does success look like for you in your business over the next 30, 60, and 90 days? Again, I call those key results areas. So to summarize all of this, we start at goals, we move to strategy, creating a strategic plan, then a marketing plan, and then a team plan. We've got four actions. We've got four weeks left in the year. I want to challenge you to get this done. You guys know with every single episode of the Ops Authority podcast, I want to make this actionable. We're not just hanging around, listening, wasting time, speculating, keeping things up in our heads. We're turning this knowledge, this wisdom into an action plan for you. The one thing I want you to do, come on over to our Facebook group. You can find it at theopsinsiders.com. Head on over there, join us and share your one goal. You may have several goals for 2022, but I just want to hear from you. What is one of the several goals that you have set for yourself for 2022? When you come into the group, I'm going to share mine too. So let's just have a little share fest inside of theopsinsiders.com. Alrighty, friends, I am really excited for this upcoming month. It's a month that is filled with lots and lots of energy. And at the same time, we are hopefully, you are hopefully going to take some time to just focus on your family as well. So it's a month of balance. It's a month of a lot of gratitude. It's a month of reflection and success of seeing the successes that you've had in your business and in your personal life over the course of the last 12 months. I want you to tune in next week right here where we're gonna be talking about looking at your accomplishments over the past 12 months. This is an exercise that I'm gonna be doing. I'll be walking through it live with you here so that you can do the same thing. But this is a really, really important part of your business journey. I'm excited to share that, those few steps with you next week. For now, head on over to theopsinsiders.com. I look forward to seeing you guys there. Take care. Thank you for investing just a little bit of time to listen to this episode of the Ops Authority Podcast. I am so grateful to be surrounded by real action takers like you who are invested in growing their business through operations. Will you add one more action to your to-do list today? Visit theopsauthoritypodcast.com where you can join our community of business owners and other ops experts. You're going to hear from me in a week, but in the meantime, do big things on the backside of your business.